If you enjoy this audio service, please support it with a financial contribution. Just click Support This Program to contribute, and thanks. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. So how good is the jobs report at measuring jobs anyway? The end of free checking, and oh my God, we're hurtling toward it! It's the debt ceiling! From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Lizzie O'Leary in for Kai Rizdal, and this is your Marketplace Podcast for Thursday, February 6th. Thank you, as always, for being with us. We are going to start with the piece of economic data that Wall Street will be watching tomorrow morning, the monthly jobs report. Our picture of who's employed and who's not. But some very prominent people in the finance world are saying maybe right now it's not all it's cracked up to be. So if we shouldn't be watching the unemployment rate, what should we be looking at? Marketplace's Sabri Beneshore explains what the doubt's all about. People in finance focus on the unemployment rate because of the Federal Reserve. The Fed said, basically, that the economy's got problems, so we're not going to even think about pushing up interest rates in the economy until the unemployment rate gets down to 6.5%. The Fed set out this threshold, and we're nearly there, uh, but we're not there for the right reasons. Kevin Logan is chief U.S. economist with HSBC. What this means is the unemployment rate is almost down to 6.5 percent, but the economy still has problems. For example, one reason the unemployment rate is going down is because a lot of people are giving up. Another reason is a lot of baby boomers are retiring. Neil Soss is chief economist with Credit Suisse. So they're giving it much less weight, and I guess that means that it's less consequential for financial markets. So what should we be looking at? Not just for Fed policy, but for a look at how the economy's doing? Well, really, the answer is everything else in the jobs report, says the Brookings Institution's Gary Burtless. How many people are involuntarily working on short hours? What is the labor force participation rate compared with the one we would expect at full employment? But if you had to pick one number, it would be the payroll number. That's how many people are employed, full-time, part-time, all of it. HSBC's Kevin Logan. The reason for that is things are produced when more people work. The economy grows when more people work. So if you want to get the most out of tomorrow's jobs report, first, read all of it. Second, watch the payroll numbers. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. Imagine if you could make Coca-Cola in your house. Sometime in the next year or two, you'll be able to. As long as you buy a machine from Coke's new partner, Green Mountain Coffee, and buy a packet or pod of syrup from Coke. It's kind of like how the Keurig machine, also from Green Mountain, lets you brew one cup of coffee. But, I mean, do we really want to make our own soda? Marketplace's Dan Weissman has been asking around. What's in it for me? Variety and personalization, say Bob Golden from the food industry consulting group Technomic. I can have my pop any way I want it. He says that's one of the things that makes Starbucks so successful with coffee. Skim milk or whole milk? Whipped cream? What roast? Double shots and triple shots, and then you probably have 10 to 15 different syrups. So this is higher math, but the number of options is is almost mind-boggling. Coke offers this now with freestyle vending machines in some fast food restaurants. They allow you to dispense yourself a custom cocktail, so if mixing Mr. Pibb and Mellow Yellow is your thing, you can knock yourself out. Company also says that stores with those machines report higher sales, so okay, variety. Gary Hemphill adds convenience to the list, maybe. He's head of research for beverage marketing. Instead of lugging home cases of cans or two liters from the store, I stock up on pods and I've got... 
basically an endless supply, and then you don't have to worry also about recycling the containers. Harry Baser watches consumer behavior, like the foods and drinks we consume, for NPD. These don't sound to him like compelling reasons for people to buy a soda-making machine. This has the feel of, why would I want to make this again? You're going to save me an awful lot of money. He thinks the main reason people might buy this machine is exactly what motivated people to buy bread machines 20 years ago. Which, to me, was just, we have no more gifts to give our parents. This kind of has the same kind of feel to me. We have no more gifts to give anybody, so give them a soda maker. And in a few years, they can toss it in the attic. In Chicago, I'm Dan Weissman for Marketplace. News on a big insider trading case today. A federal jury found Matthew Martoma guilty of three of the securities fraud and conspiracy charges that he faced. He'd been a portfolio manager at the hedge fund SAC Capital Advisors. Martoma faces 45 years in prison, and his is the eighth insider trading conviction of a current or former employee at SAC Capital. Federal prosecutors have won guilty pleas or verdicts against 79 people since October 2009 as part of a crackdown on...